0: to you welcome to learn and grow with adeku leola one school of prosperity and influence special editions uh it has been a wonderful time i am so glad so so glad that you will be on this podcast today and you're welcome to another episode on the school of prosperity and influence series all right uh, today we are going to be discussing about a very important point. We are going to be discussing about a very important aspect and area of your Christian life. It is important that every born again believer understand this. It is important that every born again believer, especially in Africa, gets to know and understand what we are about to talk, talk about today. Because I have discovered recently, that uh, Christianity that is practiced in Africa and in Nigeria especially is not the kind of Christianity that has been laid down to us by the Word of God. People would rather prefer to live by effort and prayers than to live by faith because of the way they have been programmed. I, I don't know. Let me say by nature of uh, how do I put this? by nature of the infusion of uh, religion that christianity met in this area in a way people are just so used to praying and fasting and doing things in the physical than walking in the spiritual so i pray for you today even as we are going to be considering this sensitive topic that your eyes of understanding be opened in the name the Lord Jesus today we are going to be talking about manifesting the divine nature manifesting the divine nature the scripture calls us partakers of the divine nature and so before we can understand what does divine nature mean all right and what it can do i want us to take a look at the beginning Again, Genesis chapter 1 Let us start from the beginning of time for men Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 And God said Let us make man in our image After our likeness Let us make man in our image and after our likeness. I would like to put there, let us make man in our image and after our nature. And the next thing that followed, having the image, being in the likeness of God, having the nature of God, is that man should have dominion. And let them have dominion. Hmm? The next thing that followed is that man should have dominion. So, as partakers of the divine nature, you are to have dominion. Look at it here. In twenty-eight, God blessed them and said, "Be fruitful." He empowered them to be fruitful, to multiply, to replenish the earth to subdue it, and again, to have dominion. Listen to me. Being a partaker of the divine nature means that you have been empowered to be fruitful, empowered to multiply, empowered to correct or replenish the heart, to bring it under subjection, and to have dominion. This is what it means by having being a partaker of the divine nature. This is what it means for partaking the divine nature. So if all these things, if being fruitful, multiplying, replenishing the heart, subduing it, and do, having dominion is eluding you. It does not mean you are not a partaker of the divine nature. It means something is wrong you are probably yet to manifest it. But how did the first man become this particular? Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. 7 says, And the Lord formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. So, the argument is clear now. We don't need to Argue amongst ourselves about how man, how Hadam became a living, uh, became a partaker of the divine nature. He received the bread of God. And I like to say this: John chapter 1, verse 1 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The word of God carries the nature of God, the same thing as the bread of God. The first man was born by the bread of God. You now, as a son of God, was born by the incorruptible seed of the word of God. Mm? So if the word of God carries the nature of God, the bread of God carries the nature of God. So it is the bread of God that entered into man that made him, the first man, Adam, that made him become a son. It is not the molding. It is the bread. So, Adam became a partaker of the divine nature by receiving the bread of life. Look at it here. Genesis 2, 17 says, that of the tree of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of For in the day that you eat, you will die. So, the first man was called the son of God because he received the bread of God and became a partaker of the divine nature. But the first man lost this divine nature, Okay? by hitting of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil so you will discover that the moment adam lost the divine nature he lost the ability to rule he lost the ability to have dominion he lost the ability to multiply or well well, he still multiplied in the flesh he lost the ability to be fruitful He lost the ability to be fruitful in the spirit. He lost the ability to be fruit, to multiply in the spirit. He lost the ability to have dominion. He lost the ability to subdue the heart. He lost the ability to replenish it. The moment the nature in him left, the, nature, the moment the nature of God in him left, he lost that ability. And man became subjected to bondage. Man became subjected to the devil. But praise God, the nature became repent. The nature was given back unto us again. You will discover that the subsequent sons of Adam suffered the same symptoms that Adam suffered spiritual debt. So, at some point, when we were discussing what grace is in the former episode, we said that if it our required grace for God to be able to relate with men because they were dead. So, in order for God to relate with uh, certain people, he came down They found grace in his sight. He came down and made covenant with them. And this covenant became a prerequisite for grace to operate in their lives. And the devil knowing fully well that as long as men were under his control he would strive he would make men strive with God. It is why the people of Israel were called the stiff-necked people. It was not, they were not willing to be stiff-necked to their God. Come to think about it. God performed a lot of miracles amongst their midst. But the nature of the devil in, him, in them made them become stiff-necked. God knew this. And this is why he was telling Ezekiel in the book of Ezekiel chapter 36. God was trying to tell what he was speaking through prophet Ezekiel in Ezekiel chapter 36. Ezekiel chapter 36. Uh, You can start from verse 26 to 30. So God knew that the the nature of the devil in them was the problem. He knew. He knew. So, 25 says, Ezekiel chapter 36, 36 verse 25. It says, Then I will sprinkle clean water upon you, and you shall be clean. From all your filthiness, and from all your idols will I cleanse you. 26 says, A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you an heart of flesh. Praise God. I will put my spirit within you. And cause you to walk in my statutes. Ye shall keep my judgments and do them. Praise God. Praise God. I will put my spirit within you. So God was speaking through Ezekiel. That a time will come that the nature will come back into them. Praise God. And the time came. The time came. John chapter 3. Praise God. Do not forget that the word of God, the bread of God carries the nature of God. Right? The bread of God carries the nature of God. So also is the word of God. Do not forget that we said in John chapter 1, at the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 4 says, In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. Praise God. Praise God. Verse 14 says, Verse 14 chapter 1 of John says, And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt amongst us. The Word of God, that carries the nature of God was made flesh, was made flesh, was made flesh, and brought amongst us. 12 says, And as many as received the word of God, to them gave ye power to become the sons of God. As many as believe and uh, Word of God, that is Jesus Himself, to them gave He power to become the sons of God. They become partakers of the divine nature. The first man, okay, received the nature of God through the bread of life. The second man, that is Christ Jesus, the word of God. Bring men, raised sons to God through himself that is the world John chapter 3 verse 16 says very important scripture, very popular scripture, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life should not perish but have everlasting life. John chapter 10, verse 10 says, we're still talking about manifesting the divine nature. John 10, 10 says, the thief cometh not, but to steal and to kill and to destroy. Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. Do not forget that in Christ Jesus was life, and the life was the light of men. Finally, Second Peter chapter one verse four c. Second Peter chapter one verse four c. What we are trying to say, in essence, is that every born again believer. That has accepted Christ Jesus into his life, has become a partaker of the divine nature. Whereby, chapter 1, verse 4 says, whereby I have been given unto us exceeding great and previous precious promises, that by this ye might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. That ye might become partakers of the divine nature. You have become a partaker of the divine nature. You. You and her. Jesus. Because we have been born by the incorruptible seed of the word of God, we became partaker of the divine nature do not forget that we have said that as a result of being a partaker of the divine nature you are meant to dominate you are meant to subdue the heart you are meant to replenish the heart you are meant to have dominion you are meant to take authority over the earth's vast resources and more you are meant to perform like God So, as a partaker of the divine nature of God, it is your responsibility to manifest, not God. So, the prayer of God, manifest yourself in me, might be wrong. As a partaker of the divine nature, you are to manifest God in you. Praise God. So even when you want to pray to manifest God, do not pray the you prayer miss. God is at work in you already. You are the one that will allow yourself to manifest God. So it is wrong for you to pray that God manifests yourself in me. God manifests yourself amongst us. It is better, It is rather profitable for you to say, "We manifest God in our midst today." Because God is at work in me. God is at work in us today and every day. You are a partaker of the divine nature. God is in you. God is in you. It is also wrong for you to ask God to come down from heaven to do something for you. Because God is in you. You have been made to be a partaker of the divine nature. Jesus said, Lo, the kingdom of God is in you. So, the problem is not in, uh, in God manifesting. The problem is whether you are willing to manifest God. We're still talking about manifesting the divine nature. It is important to understand this. You carry God within you you think uh, the scripture was joking when it said that your body is the temple of the Lord? You are carrying a part of God in you. Did I say a part of God? You are carrying the fullness of God in you. It is important for you to let this sink in as a born-again believer. See, if this is one thing that you got right, this year it is enough for you understand it and begin to manifest it you carry the fullness of god in you and it is your responsibility to manifest romans chapter 8 verse 19 because there is there is something you need to understand the whole world the rest of the world seems to know what you carry in you except yourself romans chapter 8 verse 19 says for the heinous expectation of the creature, the heinous expectation means that the creature, the whole thing that exists in the world the whole thing that are breathing the whole thing that has a lifespan and the whole wide world is expecting you to manifest the heinous expectation of the creation waited for the manifestation of the sons of God they know that the sons of God carries the nature of God they know that the sons of God that is you and me are to come and liberate them deep down inside of them even if they don't believe God exists the scripture is saying they know even though they don't believe they might not believe God exists even though they believe that uh, christianity is a religion the scripture is saying is here yeah, is that they are expecting you to come and deliver them. This is to tell you that the manifestation of God is no longer God's responsibility. It is yours. If you are going to manifest as a child of God, look at it here. The headless expectation of the creature waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature has been made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who had subjected the same in hope. 21. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Finally, (laughs) for we know that the whole creation groaneth and travailed together until now. The whole creature groaneth the whole world is in chaos you are the one sent to deliver it so so i find it sometimes funny when born again believers say god deliver us from this problem i i i find it very i find it very very amusing so god will come down to deliver from where from inside of you Do you want God to come down from inside of you, we still pray in this part of the world as if God is still sitting in heaven, yes God is sitting in heaven, but at the same time he's sitting in you because the kingdom of heaven is in you it is no longer God's responsibility it is yours praise God so, if you are the Son of God, you are a Son. Even the whole world. Something happened to me recently. A non-believer, an unbeliever saw my picture somewhere and said, God bless you, Son of God. You know, I was happy. Because someone that was not even, how do I put it, someone that is not spiritually inclined, that does not carry the Holy Spirit in him, can testify to him that I am a son of God. It means we are getting somewhere. How many people can testify to it that you are a son of God? Now, this this is the point here. It is not because God is not willing to work in your life. It is because you have not learned how to manifest God in you. I pray for you today that even as you are listening, you will begin to manifest God in you in the name of the Lord Jesus. The grace to manifest as the Son of God comes upon you, overtakes you, in the name of Jesus. Listen to me. Despite being a son, okay, if you fail to manifest the divine nature in you, it is your fault. And this is why Galatians chapter 4, one of my favorite scriptures, Galatians chapter 4 verse 1. See, this scripture Speaks a lot, a lot about what Christians are missing today, about what born again believers are missing today. Romans chapter, Galatians chapter four, verse one says that now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant. Yeah, that the heir, the Son of God that the whole world is waiting for is no different from a servant if he remains a small child who is a child? a child here is someone a child of the kingdom of god is someone that has just been translated okay that has just been converted and has refused to grow in the spirit regardless of the number of years he has spent there so you can you can be a christian for the over 20 years And still be a child in the spirit. Get it clearly, it is not about the number of years, it is not about the title. You can be a bishop and still be a toddler, you can be a pastor and still be a two-year and still be a six-month old in the things of God. You can be a Bible-study teacher and still be a child. And as long as you remain at the level of a child, you differ nothing from a servant. And this is why servants cannot manifest the master. There is a limit to how much servants can manifest. It, It is easy to understand. Servants cannot manifest the master. It is only the son. That can live like, that can act like, that can talk like the master. Only the son. Only the sons. Only the sons. So, as long as you remain as a child, it differs nothing from a servant. But it's under tutors and governance Eh? until the time appointed by the father it now says 3 even so we when we were children were in bondage under the elements of this world so the problem one of the challenges you have to manifesting as a child of God to manifesting the divine nature in you is because you have remained as a child notice today notice today notice now that your manifestation of the divine nature is determined by how much of God you know your manifestation of the divine nature is determined by how much of God you know come on look at it 10 galatians 4:2 says but it's under tutors and governors until the time appointed by the father until The time appointed by the Father. The scripture says, study to show yourself approved before God. Study to show yourself approved before God. So, how much of God you know matters? The only obstacle you have to manifesting as a, as a as a as a son of God, the first obstacle you have is that uh, is uh, is is the limited uh, knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus that you have. How much? So let me ask you today: How much of God do you really know, other than God is other than the fact that God is all powerful? all present omnipotent omnipresent you know all knowing almighty alpha and omega what else do you know about your father having the knowledge second thing notice again that having the knowledge of god and of our lord jesus is crucial being aware of the divine nature that you partake in is important Second Peter chapter 1 verse 2 says according, uh, sorry, it says that grace and peace is multiplied unto you. Grace. We have said before that grace is the immeasurable provision of God to meet every need that you may have. Any need, any kind of need. Even if it is to defend yourself in an attack. Grace. Grace is the immeasurable provision of God to meet any and every need. Now it says that that grace and peace, i like to say this again, peace is a very important nature that every born again believer needs to experience. The first king in the scriptures that says that I have peace, God has given me peace, all round about was King Solomon. You don't need me to tell you how Solomon lived his life. He lived a life of affluence. He lived lived a life of influence. Eh? He lived a life of significance. Just because he had peace on all his sides, he did not suffer attacks. He did not waste effort. He did not waste resources. He had peace round about him. So God is telling you that grace and peace that surpass the kind of Solomon's peace Eh? will be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus. It still comes down to the knowledge of God. No wonder in Ocean chapter 4 verse 6 just God said, my people are destroyed, my people the people I loved, the people I have called, the ones I have redeemed, the ones that are called my beloved, the ones that worship me day and night. It says they are destroyed for lack of knowledge for lack of knowledge so notice two things we said are crucial your manifestation of the divine nature okay is determined by how much of god you know so the first thing you need to begin to manifest the divine nature is knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus. Begin to seek after it. The second thing you need to know is that faith is essential to the manifestation. See, and God said, let there be light. Praise God. There's something I want us to see from that verse. And God said, let there be light and there was light. The next thing that followed was that, and God saw that the light was good. God knew what light would look like. He knew what light would look like. So it is safe to say, God had faith in what he has said. The word of God is so powerful. So, you can have anything. The scripture says that it is impossible to please God without faith. Romans chapter 1 verse 17. It says, For hearing is the righteousness of righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Being a son of God, being a particle of the divine nature, means that you have been justified. You have been sanctified. You have become the righteousness of God. It says you have to live by your faith. This one key. The faith key is one of the missing keys of believers. And as long as the faith key is missing, so many doors are shut to you. Of course, we have discussed what faith is in our previous episode on Living by Faith. So you can just go down, to go and learn what faith is, and now you can live by faith. But notice that after knowledge, not even after knowledge, faith is important. But faith requires knowledge. Because the scripture says to avoid comment by hearing, and hearing the word of God. Yeah? So faith is essential to the manifestation of the songs to your manifestation of the divine nature so instead of having prayers have faith okay instead of spending hours on the mountain have faith and speak the word of god the word i want you to notice that the word of god is quicker and more powerful than your prayers The word of God is quicker and more powerful than whatever. Yes, I know that the prayer of a righteous man availeth much. I agree. But the word of God is quicker. I show you a more excellent way. The word of God is quicker and faster and uh, powerful than your prayers. So I would rather have faith and speak the word of God concerning an issue and go and relax than spend five hours praying about it really faith is so important so everything that is done outside of faith cannot please God and everything that is done outside of faith cannot manifest God We have said that knowledge is important to to your manifestation of the divine nature. Faith is important to your manifestation of the divine nature. Praise God. Another thing that is important is what is called divine direction. (laughs) It is important. Hearing the voice of God, in in fact, let let me be explicit about this. Hearing the voice of God. Is an essential part of manifesting of the, uh, your divine nature. There is there is need to understand this. De- hearing the voice of God is very important to manifestation. A very, very, very important key. First Kings chapter 18. I want to show you how Elijah used this key. Well, first Kings chapter 18. 1 Kings 18, from verse uh, 36, it says, And it came to pass, you might be familiar with the story, And it came to pass, at the time of the offering of the healing sacrifice, that Elijah the prophet came, came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day, do a God in Israel, and that I am your servant. Look at this. And that I have done these things at your word. I have done these things as you have told me. Elijah heard the voice of God. He went ahead and performed it, and Fire came down from heaven and licked water up. Fire came down from heaven. Fire burnt water. Burnt the sacrifice. Burnt the altar. Fire. Elijah was able, God was able to manifest in Elijah. Elijah was able to manifest God. Because he heard the voice of God. This is a man that did not have the Spirit of God dwelling in him. He had the Spirit of God dwelling with him from time to time. But not in him as you carry it about. He did not have a new spirit just like you did. He was a prophet. Anointed. So he had the unction of the prophetic office. But because he heard the voice of God. Eh? He heard the voice of God. He was able to manifest God. Jesus tried to tell us the same thing. In John chapter 12 verse 49 One of the many things I expected about our Lord Jesus is that he never did anything on his own. Never. 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 He, he will keep saying that whatever it is you see me do are the things that my father did. So, if you are going to manifest God, you need to do the things that your father does. You need to think like your father. You need to talk like your father. You need to act like your father. You need to speak like your father. You need to live like your father. John chapter 12, verse 49. Says, For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me. So, Jesus is telling you that the key to me doing all these things that I'm doing is because they are the things that my Father are telling me, and they are the things I've seen of my Father too. You are still was he talking about manifesting the divine nature in you. For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me. He gave me a commandment what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. Hearing the voice of God is key. Key. Very key to manifesting as a Son of God. Praise God. And lastly, Romans chapter 8 verse 14. Romans 8 verse 14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So, your, ab- your ability to remain the son of God, okay? your ability to manifest the Father is, to allow- is determined by how much you allow the Father to lead you. We have said three key things to manifesting the divine nature in you. The first is knowledge. The second is faith. The third is divine direction. You need to learn to surrender everything to your Father and allow yourself to be led by the Spirit of God. Allow yourself to be led by the Spirit of God. Elijah allowed himself to be led. He heard the voice of God. He went out and did many signs and wonders. Jesus, the Son, the begotten Son, the firstborn of all creation, Jesus, our Lord Jesus himself, allowed himself to be led by the Spirit of God. The Lord Jesus himself. And he now told you that if you are able to do what I have done, you will do greater works than this. That you do more than Jesus was able to do earth. If and only if you allowed yourself to be led by the Spirit of God. If and only if you listened to the voice of God. You hear the voice of God and if you are to look at both faith knowledge and hearing the voice of god you will discover that these three keys are are so intertwined that we can still call them one key and what is that one key the word of god praise god so i want to begin to meditate on these things there are three things that are stopping you now? If you would like to manifest as a son of God, as if you like to manifest the divine nature in you, there are three these three things are what is stopping you. These three things are the things you need to get right. These three keys need to be gotten right. You need to get these three keys right, and you begin to manifest: knowledge, faith, and divine direction. I pray for you today, that the Holy Spirit will speak to you, and you will begin to yield yourself. You begin to allow yourself to be led by the Spirit of God, so that you will be able to manifest. The whole world is waiting for you, my friend. The whole world is waiting for you to manifest. Do not let us down. I am waiting for you to manifest. Your children are waiting for you to manifest. Your president is waiting for you to manifest. Your society is waiting for you to manifest. Do not let them down. Do not let God down. Have a wonderful time. And do not forget to share this podcast with someone you care about.